I hear you. I don't hear you. Oh, because you're on a different Because I'm on a different normal. mic than normal. I'm over here now. You're on mic four. Look, you're on Brad's That's mic. That's right. I'm over here now. Welcome to I'm over here now. Uh, I'm Andrew Dice Clay. With me is Ben. Uh, hickory dickory dock. Hey, that's mine. That's my uh, that's, I, 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 You don't think I know my own poems? Never should have wrote the stupid fucking poems. God. Hi, everybody. Jan made a new camera thing that had me in it. I didn't even notice when well, I originally... I thought this was just the Jeff cam, but now yeah. it's the cam with Jeff and Ben. Yep, that's right. Welcome to the cam. Uh, we're here. We did the other show, and now we're here to take your uh, questions and comments and so on. Um, and we've got multiple ways so forth. to yeah, we've got multiple ways for you to to get a hold of us. Um, instructions on how to get a hold of us via Discord would normally be at the top of the chat, but I fucked that up, so not there currently. You can um, hit the. Uh, ask a question button at the top of the chat. If you want to ask us a question, you can call us and leave a voicemail at 707 exit flu. Uh, and you can, I'm, I'm about to put the discord information into the chat as I'm typing this or as, as I'm speaking here, edit top banner. Oh, this changed. I will Very say, nice. um, a nice thing about, uh, Google Voice, which is what we use for our voicemails, uh-huh. is you can see what time people leave their voicemails, uh, and we have definitely seen an uptick in 3 a.m. 3 a.m. boys! <laughs> the prophecy of the 3 a.m. Right. boys is being fulfilled. Thank you to everyone who sent you. in a voicemail at 3 a.m. Yeah, uh, definitely. That's that's what I like to hear. Um Let's see. Uh, I got some stuff coming in from the chat here. Uh, Where's what? Uh, Scrolling through. What's going on? Um, I had it and I lost it. Oh, uh, oh, here. Yeah. All right. Uh, Dark uh, Elrond asks, do you guys have an opinion on the vice and waypoint stuff? You heard about this. Yeah. They're rebranding as, I guess, just Vice. They're kind of rolling it. Vice video games. Vice as a whole seems to be rolling in a lot of their smaller. That's the thing about corporate strategies and brands and sub-brands and all that stuff is that that stuff uh, expands and contractions and then fluctuates and stuff depending on the needs of the business. When I started here... Here, here, you know, here's a weird thing. But uh, when when I started at GameSpot, we were launching VideoGameSpot.com. And then that became VideoGames.com, which I, I remember the time thinking that that was probably some kind of step up. I was like, oh, that's okay. Yeah, that, that seems all right. But then eventually VideoGames.com went away and we got rolled into GameSpot and we lost the VideoGames.com identity. And I took it really hard at the time uh, because we had all put so much work into building VideoGames.com. Um, and didn't really feel the affinity for GameSpot because GameSpot was just a PC site at the time. It was only covering PC games. Um, and VideoGames.com was where all the console stuff lived. It would be ridiculous to have that split these days uh, with the way gaming is gone. Um, but at the time, it, it was it was it, I was uh, I was pretty broken up over it. Um, 
and it worked out fine. You know, at the at the end of the day, it was a branding change. It didn't mean any real change for the the staff, and and if anything, you know, it led to like me covering more PC games and stuff in a more official capacity, which um, made more sense as as time went on. Um, and uh, the the Vice stuff I look at is something fairly similar to that. Um, you know, there are a lot of like business reasons to gather everything under one domain. I mean, it's why they launched it as like they were waypoint.vice.com, right? It wasn't necessarily yeah. waypoint. It was waypoint.zone. Um, you know, that's for business reasons. Why why you wouldn't do a waypoint.com or a separate whole site. You, you're part of a network. And, uh, you know, different people come through with different ideas about networks and verticals and all this other stuff. And it's a cycle. <laughs> so... Uh, I look at it as like that's they've they've done their work over there and you know that's a place for them to kind of continue to do that work and I'm sure again you know having a brand that you have like felt like you've poured a lot into basically ripped away and replaced with like this thing that especially in the case of vice I don't know if anyone's feeling great about being like yeah vice <laughs> um but uh you know, that's, uh, yeah, that, I'm sure that that's a tender thing, but, uh, I can say that at the end of the day, you know, the name at the top of the website doesn't matter as much as the people, uh, working for it. So, um, yeah, as long as, I mean, ultimately you would want them to have everything they can have, uh, but it, it ultimately comes down to like, will they still get to do the kind of work that they want to do? And if the answer to that is yes, then it should be okay. You know? I mean like Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. compromising for the vision of like I, I I'm sure they had a very specific vision of what they wanted to do with the website when they launched it. And ideally they can are still able to pursue that. Yeah. It's the the, the business of being on the internet is, is very is a very strange one, especially if you're like in the content creation end of it or, or content end of it at all. Um, your desires for what you think is good, ta- good content versus like the business needs and stuff like that can be weird too. I, I don't know enough about their specific situation to to get into that end of it. Um, but you know, brands are just they're just brands, man. They're they they're ephemeral. They they come, they go. Um, they last, and people change under them. You know, it's 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 the people that that matter. Um, at the end of the day, so I just uh. I, I'm sure that that's, you know, I'm, I'm, but yeah, I, I also understand the other end of it is just like, fuck, man, I spent like years of my life trying to put everything into building this brand. And now it's like gone. Uh, that's how I felt when videogames.com went away. It was just like, what the fuck are we even doing? Um, but, uh, you know, hey, at least it's vice games and not like vice gaming or something like that that would like imply gambling. <laughs> like gaming tends to be. <laughs> For gambling websites so you know um it is what it is um mr clorox asks was the outrage over horse horse armor about the fact that it was merely cosmetic and didn't do anything for the horse it's been a while that was probably part of it i think it was more just the idea the of just price. like i remember being a big part of it yeah it was like expensive on top of that right it wasn't just yeah, like it was a like, dollar like it was 10 like 10 or 15 for armor for your for a horse and it didn't, I I don't think it was like, maybe it did, did it confer any kind of stats at all? I don't even remember. I don't think it. I don't, I don't remember, but. uh I'm gonna look up horse armor. Yeah. 
There's a mine a, a Minecraft wiki is the first result. Come oh, on. Man. What have we done? Uh Oh Jesus Christ. I went to know your meme. Yeah. And I got a pop. Oh, God. I was guess I, I somehow I in my head I knew that that was the website you were going to end up on by typing horse armor into a thing. Okay, it was two fifty. Okay, on April third, two thousand six, besides the games released the DLC two sixty two fifty for horse armor. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess I guess it was just like, why would anyone spend money on this? I think that's a, a, you know, there's a good case for that. Also, if with it being a single player only game, I think the only time I feel okay about skins in video games these days is when it's a multiplayer thing and you can easily show it off to other players and see it yourself and stuff. Uh, yeah, man, that's the, there was a time when people were very angry about skins and now it's pretty much the norm. And now people are mad that there's not enough. Yeah. And on, yeah, totally. <sighs> and, and I think that's why, you know, some people were like, I can't believe you're not more, more angry about this. It's like, well, if you take the long view, like I was angry about this shit a fucking 15 years ago <laughs> and nothing changed. Um, I remember, man, for me, it was, uh, I think it was battlefield bad company. They wanted to sell specific, some, there was like five guns that you could get, um, that they were looking to sell with a upgraded version of the game or something like that, or they were going to sell after the fact or, or something like that. And there was a, a huge outcry. And so as a result, EA changed it from, Hey, you're going to buy these guns to, Hey, give us all your information and sign up for all our newsletters. And then we'll give you the guns, which like the lifetime value of your email address and customer info to EA is probably more than the money they got from the fucking thing. And people took that as a victory. They're like, yeah, we did it. We got EA to back down score one for the gamer. Like, no, you fucking morons. You played yourself gamers played yourself. You gave them the data. You created big data. Damn. Yeah, on disc DLC, like all the stuff that people used to be very, very angry about that like had like legit like you could explain on disc DLC. It never felt good, but like with the way games were made, it at least you could logically go like, oh, well, I guess, yeah, they would have to put some kind of hooks for that in there to make it work. And no, they put a little bit, but not the rest because it wasn't done because they don't do it all ahead of time. And um, and people got very it was like people got mad and without understanding like why those decisions get made. And if you understand some of those things, sometimes even today, uh, you go like, Oh, okay. That still sucks. But I at least understand that shitty situation. Um, I don't know, man. Um, Wisconsin asks, uh, Jeff and Ben, I'm an aspiring live streamer. How do I choose which branch chain amino acid energy drink to promote and what should be the cut for using my promo code? Uh, you should use Starbucks triple shot energy. I don't know if that has a branch Star- chain amino acid. Starbucks. I don't know if that's a BCAA. Um, that's all the rage again. Like, I, I don't know if you noticed, but like new energy drinks are back. Yeah. Like new people started making energy drinks again and I it had been a very long time. I remember I saw, I saw Goro. And I was like, oh, I haven't seen a new energy drink in a minute. And then I just saw like 30 of them. Yeah, like Rain and uh, 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 Bang. Bang, that, that's a big one. People really like I, Bang. The guy I follow on Instagram was drinking like a bottle of Jaeger through a can of Bang. 
like shotgunning a shotgun and all this other stuff. And I was like, okay, that's how they do it now. We should do a, I should round some up some of the new class. Yeah. Them together for something. I've tried a couple of, we, we did, we taste tested some bangs, uh, in Seattle at PAX. Um, and I did not like, I did not much care for it, but I've had a couple of bangs that I thought were okay. Rain looks like a bootleg transformer logo. <laughs> it lo- looks like a bad Decepticon. Um, and I don't know what, what the cut, I, 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 whatever the industry standard cut, I, I think, you know, if you're just an aspiring live streamer, you got to take what you can get you know, you're not big enough to, to call those kind of shots. So, yeah. and, uh, 10%. Yeah. 10%. Uh, you got a voicemail over there for me? Sure do. I got a voicemail in the voicemail chamber. It's a secret area of my computer. Why didn't it? Jeff Stahl, Stahl. Oh, Stahl. well, uh, I don't know why it, my archive is empty. I was having some issues with this computer earlier. Okay. Um, party hats asks, is Polybius worth playing without a headset? It's okay. It's, it's really, it's, it's really built for VR. It's, it's, it's cool in VR. Um, Maddie FTM asks talking about videogames.com do you guys have traffic stats for traffic that comes in via that URL it would be interesting to see how many people come via there I, I maybe someone does I don't uh, dig into Omniture and stare at a bunch of charts you're like I, session starts I don't uh, Google Analytics now that's some fucking stats you can read and understand let's talk about GA baby uh, I it it has deleted all of the archive, uh, my entire archive of voicemails. Sweet, <laughs> your secret voicemail chamber that you were just talking up. Yeah, it turns out it was in a bad place that was easily accessible by like some sort of digital gremlin to come in and degrams. Yeah, fuck, come fuck in. They, they come in and fuck. That's what a digital gremlin does. Uh. I'm going to work on getting a call instead. How about... Okay. Uh, I saw one question in there. Uh, how excited was I to see that Undernight is the fourth most registered game for Evo? Uh, it's pretty exciting because I, I looked it up. I was curious. That game came out in 2000... The original Undernight in Birth came out in 2012. Uh, yeah. And the latest iteration, ST, came out in 2017. So, you know, this is a not seven seven year old game mm-hmm. that's had this new breath breathed back in and it's purely coming from like the community it's just people are discovering this game and they're excited about it. it's not like big money or anything right it's, yeah it's, it's coming big in. anime is not coming in no exactly um so it's, it's really cool to see that these games that kind of just go under the radar can really blow up if they get a passionate enough following yeah uh yeah absolutely uh yeah straight edge water yeah i saw that it seems dumb someone making tall cans of water we're all idiots uh carpe dmt here with uh the vr question of the week uh the oculus quest is the first vr console since the virtual boy not how i'd phrase any of that honestly uh but coverage of vr has simmered out apparently it doesn't get clicks does an all-in-one solution change that tune no i i I think that you know vr coverage has simmered out because i think the software has been pretty drab uh 
you know, our stuff was doing fine. Um, we just kind of tapered off because I kept looking for games to cover and going like, ah, oh, this doesn't, this kind of looks like more of the same stuff um, that we've already done. Like uh, just, you know, not, not that interesting anymore. So I, I don't know. I'm going to hook up my rift when I get home and, and kind of dive back in and, and see what's happened over the last few months. Cause I haven't done any VR in a good long time. Um, Oculus quest is interesting. I want to see it, uh, for myself one of these days. Um, but I don't know, like, you know, it, I, I'm not especially interested in a, in a lower powered solution as someone who already owns a rift. Uh, but the convenience factor definitely matters more, I think. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think the the quest seems like a weird thing. People seem hyped for it as a, like a hey, maybe this will be the thing that gets it, makes it a little more mainstream and and all that sort of stuff. We'll we'll see. I, I just you know, uh, I think you put that thing out and you're kind of selling them the same stuff over and over again because you're still kind of reaching people for the first time, uh, people that are on their second headset or whatever. You know, they've probably already played a lot of that stuff. Uh, but uh yeah and and yeah it's the the PlayStation VR seems to yeah like they've they've put some software development muscle into it, it it's my least favorite headset cuz it's the most finicky and the tracking i think super sucks um but they're they're making moves um and they're then they're making moves PlayStation moves uh, Brinty writes in and says do you feel like you missed out by not being on the Dengeki Bunko ranking of fighters uh, i I do. Uh, yeah. as, a, as a fighting climb, as a Dengeki Bunko, I have played that game recently. Uh, I was I was sad to see. Well, you know, if it, if I had any say about what games are chosen, we could have maybe avoided this. But you know what they say: you don't have a lab coat, you can't pick the games. That's true. Uh, uh, that's that's definitely true. I did get really. Ha- I I like that. We should play Dengeki Bunko more. <laughs> Yeah, I, I want to play right. as that basketball girl again. That was so fucking fun. All right, all right, well, I'm I'm in. How you doing over there? You got anything? Yeah, uh, we got someone online ready to chat right now. Hello, caller. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hey, uh, I'm Corey from New Jersey. Can you guys hear me? Okay. Yes, Corey. Go ahead. All right, cool. Um, so there was a report last week that came from ESPN uh, indicating that five franchise spots were purchased for call of duties world league starting next year. It'll be franchise geolocation seems to, um, mirror the overwatch league in a lot of ways since they're connected. Um, but do you think this could be a kind of indicator that maybe call of duty multiplayer will finally split into its own kind of thing or service kind of similar to like an overwatch with like kind of constant updates one maybe one dev works on it type of thing. Cause it just seems kind of hard to believe that like $20 million a spot for a league of a game that could change year to year pretty drastically. We, like which we've seen in the past, right? Um, uh, even 40 minutes ago, it's dropped that there's rumors that it's hitting $60 million on the bid for the LA spot. So like, I don't man. know. I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Uh, thanks for your call. I, I think that they will not change call of duty uh, just yet. I think that maybe there is an eventual future where they do kind of platform it out and, and make it a multi-year thing, but I don't think this is the year for it. Um, from what I've heard about this year's game anyway. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like the thing out of this year's game, I'm like, I want to see what the campaign looks like. It's really, it's really weird because some signs definitely lean towards, they are, are doing that. Like, uh, 
how they had the Battle.net version last of the last Call of Duty that only had the oh what, right Battle the, Royale. Didn't have zombies. It didn't have yeah. zombies. Yeah. So that was like a, a sign of like, oh, maybe they're thinking of actually. I think they're experimenting. Piecemeal, yeah, but, I think that they're you know they'll they'll do what they think they need to do, but but I, I don't think they're quite ready to give up on the annual kind of you know new game refresh thing. I think they still make just a little bit too much money doing that. Um, I don't know if that's a lot of money to bid for those spots. Uh, it, it's hard for me to like the, I feel like the take is, you know, talking to esports people that are not crazy, um, that are like honest, ethical people, uh, and, and just kind of my own thoughts on it. And, and, knowing what some of the viewer numbers used to be maybe maybe it's different now but like it always seemed like call of duty esports was like not like like hard to watch hard to follow not something that like people were coming to um and and maybe this is you know maybe this is going to help them make it more serious in a way that people will will take it more seriously but like to me the whole concept of like call of duty esports just seems like so so bottom tier for like a viewer experience of like a thing that I personally, it's, it's like the game I'm most likely to play out of games that are like popular esports, I guess now, but like, man, I have zero interest in watching people play call of duty professionally. Like that's, I, I am hard pressed to think of a game. I would, I would rather watch less than that. Uh, honestly. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just so, it's so twitchy. It's so like, it's not like Counter Strike, like even so. Like let's compare it to another shoot, watching another shooter. Yeah, Counter Strike is easier to watch because once a player's dead, they're gone, and you can kind of like I can look at a Counter Strike map and see like somebody do a clutch two v one and be like, oh, that was cool. Like I could I could tell what exactly happened there. But Call of Duty is just like so fast and hard to keep track of and, and, and this year's game is probably not going to have the hero character stuff if i had to guess right because uh, it's a you know because it's, it's infinity ward it's, it sounds like it's a modern warfare game uh from the the early speculation or, or whatever um you know so it's, it seems like that that's something that they would get away from so it's like you know overwatch the heroes have abilities and stuff and when you see someone you you go like oh they're playing like a good may they're doing the right thing here they're doing this here or, or or whatever and call of duty just i don't know it never really had that type of thing going on so i think even even overwatch which i don't find super interesting to watch um i think has, has kind of an inherent leg up just by having like unique characters and, and load and and abilities and, and stuff like that to kind of make you think about team comp in, in a in a different way than you would in, in just kind of a a regular ass you know team shooter um some of that comes down to modes. You know, I'm sure if you're playing some of the more objective based modes, you're going to be like, Oh, you go this way, you go this way. We're going. Yay. But like, I just, man, I just could like halo is another one. I just like, I, I just, who would watch, who would watch that? Oh man. Um, and again, yeah. like though it's, it's like the shooters are the most likely, you know, aside from the fighting games, which, you know, uh, like those would be the two games I would be most likely to play for a length of time compared to most of the other like popular esports, you know, MOBAs and, and Overwatch and like none of that's my thing. Um, maybe that's the thing. The more likely you are to play a game and have fun with it, the less you want to see 
people take it fucking over the top serious. I, I don't, I don't know, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I've, I've watched some battle Royale. I, I, I would watch some apex tournaments here and there. Probably Jeff, I have breaking news. All right. Hit me. The Dota two battle pass has been released and guess what? You can spend even more money on it Yay! than ever before. Let's do it. You know, they have like the standard battle pass and the battle pass with levels. Yes. Now there's the battle pass with even more levels. Even more levels. For 50 bucks. $50? Sign me up. Jesus. How many player cards do I get with that? Dude, like, there's pictures of puppy. So much here. There's living. The towers are alive now. Living towers. The towers of time. Got it. There's a there's a new voice wheel. Oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna read this later. All right. That's I'm it. happy. And you know what I well I what well, that blah, blah. Are you gonna spend the fifty dollars on the no, best I, version of the battle pass? Honestly, I'll probably get a, the middle one, the one that comes with like twenty levels. Okay. Uh, All right. I'm extra happy because I figured out how to get rid of those D goblins whatever we called them before and i've restored my archive great full of voicemails i love this voicemail archive Just like this one lay it on me hi ben and jeff this is brandon from portland just wanted to ask you uh if everything doubled in size do you think anybody would notice thanks sorry if what doubled in size if everything doubled in size oh would anyone notice no, because all the things we would use to measure things would also double in size. But I feel like there's things that don't scale exponentially, right? If there's things that everything. If you, that's that's what he said. Yeah. If it, you know, if if like atoms stayed the same size, but suddenly we just had twice as many in everything. But aren't then like, then we would know. Aren't there things that like if you make them twice as big, they're actually like four times more. But if you're making the entirety of the universe, if air is twice as big, if the universe is twice as big, your hands are twice as big, you'll, you're never going to notice because everything would do it. And maybe everything is constantly growing. You know, they talk about the universe expanding. Maybe it's not. Maybe everything's just constantly getting bigger. My brain's expanding yeah. right now. But I feel a, like I'm on the Joe Rogan podcast. But as a set scale, look, I'm just saying fucking smoke this dmt and you'll understand all right all right i understand had a conversation with one of the guys that was uh putting in my new flooring about dmt (laughs) (laughs) always the kind of person you want to have that kind of convo with somebody doing work on your home we're related Okay. Yeah. All right. That makes it better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you want to hear another voicemail while we're in the, Absolutely. In the treasure cove here? Put me in the, the three. Kevin Ben, it's the 3 a.m. boy. Fucking A. Right, guys, I'm on my way to go get some Chipotle. I was just thinking about a conversation I had at work today where we were discussing what the opposite of art is. And I made the argument that it was the introduction from the past with John Leguizamo which uh, I know of because of of Jeff and also Justin McElroy. So my question is, uh, what do you think is the most artless thing that you have ever seen and or what is the opposite of art? Thanks for your time, guys. Bye. Whoa. 
I think anything, you know, because people get into like industrial design. You'd be like, oh, well, like a fucking brick wall. That ain't art. But no, some people are like, look at these bricks. Yeah. Video games. Video games. Those aren't art. Those are art. Some of them. All of them. All of them. None of them. Or maybe nothing has ever been or ever will be art. Do you ever think about that? If everything suddenly became art, would everyone notice? Everything has always been art, which is why nothing is art. Right? Right. Right? I think, I think though, I, I hate when somebody calls in with a question but, and they have the actual perfect answer on the table. Mm-hmm. I think the past is as close as we can get to for what is the antithesis of art. I mean, he, you know, John Leguizamo wrote that song himself. You know, he crafted that himself. I'm not saying it's a good song, but it's a song. Songs are art. The guy on Spotify that fucking farted out a fucking song about San Francisco that he made up while probably staring at a Wikipedia page that I listened to this morning in the car. That's, you know. Is the Backpack Kids uh, EP art? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I I don't think it's good art. But, you know, it's art. It's all art. Everything's art. Because you can be into it. There you go. That What's the definition of art? Can you be into it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is a cheesesteak art? Yeah, it's sure. Sandwich artist right in the fucking name, man. That's only if you go to Subway. But that, no, they're the ones that like just came out and say it. Maybe everyone who makes a sandwich is truly a sandwich artist. Subway was just, dare I say it, courageous enough? They were the first people to say, we should give sandwiches to the masses and we should make it beautiful. Yeah. Quiznos made it beautiful by accident. God, I would... I wish there were more Quiznos. I'm so so sad of the utter lack of Quiznos. I wonder where the nearest... Let me see where the nearest Quiznos is. Where's the nearest Quiznos? There was one that was near the hotel we used to stay at for E3 multiple years ago, and I went to one probably five years ago, and I think that was the last time I went to a Quiznos. There used to be one right here. I I used to go to Quiznos every damn day. And you don't appreciate it when you can do it every day. Why is it showing me all these closed Quiznos? It showed me five... Quiznos in San Francisco. Seven Quiznos in San Francisco. All of them were closed. Yeah. Uh, Richmond. Or Hayward. Denver, Colorado. You want to go to Hayward to get Quiznos? No. Mm. No. Is that closer or further? Richmond. Richmond would be closer. Than than Hayward. Where's Fremont? I could theoretically. What do we got? Richmond, Walnut Creek, Castro Valley, Hayward, Fremont, San Jose, Sacramento, Lathrop. Do not go. Do not go to Roseville. All right, yeah. Tur- Turlock. We're going to Turlock. Fucking strap in, motherfucker. We're going to Turlock. Maybe I can find a Quiznos when I drive down to for E three. Can you pick me up something along the way? Sure. Okay. I mean, you can come with me if you want. All right. You're, you're welcome. Um, 
Let's take a look at the chat. Uh, Axel Manana. There's no, or maybe this supposed to be Manana, but there's no tilde. Uh, what formerly favorite food or drink items of yours have been ruined with ingredient changes? Mm. Tricks is always the first one that comes to mind. Uh, I have not tried the new Butterfingers. Have you tried the new Butter? There are new, no, there are new Butterfingers. Uh, I think I said last time we did this that I Butterfinger used to be my favorite thing, and then I couldn't eat them anymore because it just stuck all in my teeth and was disgusting, and I was like, man, fuck a Butterfinger. And now they got new Butterfingers, and I feel like morally obligated. That's honestly like that's the fucking thing, right? Is like that that's how the brands win now, is they just it's just like this car crash, like, well, I gotta I gotta try the new thing. Dare foods. Yeah. I gotta try an orange vanilla coke. What the fuck am I doing? What you am gotta I gotta keep up on the Discord? Yeah, I gotta know. Discourse. Dis- Discord discourse. Um I, yeah, I got it. All right. Uh, a wall, waterfall voyeur has a question for you here. How many years has it been since you visited? Uh, we've got three three things to answer here. An Outback Steakhouse. Never. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's been probably four-ish years for me. Applebee's. Let's say a year and a half. Okay. For me... Five-ish years, probably. No, no. I've, I've been since then. Uh, there's one specific tragic moment that I went Yeah, uh, went to an Applebee's. I went to an Applebee's after my dad passed away. Oh. Um, was that when Applebee's tweeted at you? No. I, 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 am, all, I am never happy when I'm at Applebee's. Uh, so, yeah, that was not that time. But I, I think that was a time after that. I think I've been doing Applebee's maybe twice since then. So let's say four-ish years for that. We uh, went with uh, my partner's grandma, and she got a margarita and got fucked up. It was great. That sounds all right. Yeah. Uh, Red Robin. Uh, ooh, it's been a lo- it, probably not since college, but I used to go all the time because I had a friend who worked there. Is there and, a Red Robin at all near uh, Daily? Uh, he was. Oh, a, it was a, okay. It was, it was either in Daily City or right under Daily City. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to remember because there there aren't really a lot of Red Robins around here. No. Uh, there used to be one. Like halfway, but there was the one in Colinga, halfway between San Francisco and L.A., and so sometimes we, me and my idiot friends, would stop there, uh, and it was always like, "Do you get unlimited fries? They'll just bring you more fries." I'm like, all right. That reminds me of the there was a. Did you ever go to Lions in Santa Rosa? The little diner. Yeah, I've been to Lions. Li- yeah, yeah. Uh, Lions in Petaluma was definitely like a fucking. After the bars close, or mm-hmm. or be- when you were too young to go to bars, you went to Lions instead. The type fir- of thing. Lions was the first time I ever realized I was talking to a stoner. Mm-hmm. And it was my friend Bennett, who uh, I like. We I was at my friend's house, and we were like, "Oh, let's go to Lions," and we were you know sober idiots. Uh, we were just hungry, so we went. And I saw my friend, and we sat down at the table next to him, and my friend just like like turns to me and goes dude dude they just keep bringing you fries 
Yeah. They just keep bringing them. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like the only person in this restaurant that could tell that they were just like, yeah, this kid just. He's safer here eating these fries oh, than like yeah. out there. Absolutely. The- <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The, you know, like people used to be shitty in the lines. You know, they'd fucking stab up the seats with knives yeah. and just be, just be like shitty. A Himalayan restaurant now. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, uh, ours is now Lumberjacks, which is like they do large portions for breakfasts. I like that. Yeah. I love that. I love a big, if I'm going to have one big meal a day, it's yeah, going to be a big breakfast. Definitely. Took my wife there. She got incredibly sick. Oh, no. Have not been back. <laughs> no, that's not true. I have been back. <laughs> Me and Dave Snyder. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, you got any more voicemails down there? Yeah. Let's, uh, let's do one more voicemail. And I also got a caller coming up. Great. I love it. What's up, J.A.M. boys? Uh, is Nicholas Cage or in the next live-action Mortal Kombat, would you rather he play Raiden, Quan Chi, or Shinnok? Okay. Wow. He would honestly... I was going to say Johnny Cage, honestly, <laughs> but the, but not having that as an option... I like I like him as Raiden because Raiden's whole thing is he's like always overacting, yeah. kind of yeah. just like... Yeah, and I picture like just full on, not bad lieutenant Cage. I guess it'd be like, uh, hmm, I don't know which Cage it would be like, uh, like a Cage as Superman. If he had gotten the Superman, yeah, role. which is kind of like his kick-ass character almost. But that's Cage's Batman. I guess it's slightly different. Mm, yeah, um, yeah. I I think I would. Um, I, I think Raiden would be the most because I think Raiden is is one of the ones that gets more screen time, and I yep. w- I would want that for like Shinnok. Like who knows if he's even in the thing? Quanchi, fuck Quanchi. Besides, then you'd have to shave Nicolas Cage ball. I don't think he would. I don't think he would get the look. He would down. not like that. Yeah. You see all that news about his like four day marriage, and then hitting up various karaoke bars and just storming the stage and singing. Elvis songs. I heard about him doing karaoke. My friends were blessed enough to see it happen in front of their own two eyes. Wow. Where is he been? Is it in different cities like in Portland or something? Or originally it was around LA, but I wouldn't be surprised if he has spread his wings. The show on the road. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Lucky Chris asks, have you ever played the arcade version of Chiller with the crossbow? It was the first adult game I ever played. I played Chiller on the 8-bit Nintendo, where it was an unlicensed cartridge because it was too fucking real. I've never seen Chiller. It's a shitty light gun game. Okay. Uh, where like it's like there are people tied up to walls oh, and you're shooting yeah. them apart and stuff. It's Yeah, they're yeah. in like, yeah bonded shit yeah they're in yes they're in bondage shit they're just like sitting there going fuck you looking at and then you shoot them a bunch they don't actually say that that'd be that'd be good though um carpet dmt asks have you ever played the super monkey ball cabinet with the banana stick yeah yeah i love that thing they had that at this cool 
I, I found a random barcade in Jersey City when I was there, and I played that for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the Safari game? Jambo Safari. Jambo Safari. Uh, they had the Die Hard game. Yeah. And there was one other that was like a rarity that I was psyched to see. Uh, oh, the, uh, Demon's... Uh, Demon Crest? No. The one where you're like building a bridge and you're shooting... The oh, de- Satan's Hollow. Satan's Hollow. Yeah. They had those four, which were like all yeah. really cool, weird, rare games. Great. Yeah, I love Satan's Hollow. What a, wow, what a great game. Um, I need to replace a joystick on my Smash TV cabinet. Uh, so I, yeah, that's that the other thing is I can move some arcade machines around with getting the floors redone and, and all that stuff and and uh, sat down to I stood up to play some Smash TV and I was like, oh man, this joystick's got a it's got a hitch in it. And I need to I need to buy a new stick. Hap, whatever. I need to get some bats. Get some bats. I've been this. Um actually I played some total carnage, not some Smash TV now that I'm just to be transparent about this. Um, I had to take apart my blitz cabinet a little bit to fit through a doorway, like in a, in a big hurry. I was like, Oh, I need to take the front of this thing off. So it'll fit through. I'd take the control, the, all the joysticks off and undo them all. I have not put them back on yet. Uh, but I need to do that. Actually, I need to do a lot of stuff like this. <laughs> there's honestly like it's the entire house almost is just in the kitchen. I rebuilt my office. So like, my PC is set up again and the bed is set up again and dressers and stuff like that. But, but beyond that, it's just, it's weird. It's like, I don't have stuff. It's kind of nice. It's like, man, everything's so nice and clean and not cluttered. Just take all my stuff and burn it. Burn all my things. Okay. Burn. All right. I'll be there in like (laughs) hour and a half. Okay, great. Uh, How are you doing down there? Any, I'm doing great. Yeah. And you know who else is doing great? Who's that? Our caller, presumably. Hello, caller. What's your name and where are you calling from and are you doing great? Hey, guys. Uh, this is AR from Austin and I'm pr- doing pretty swell, I'll tell you what. Okay. Fantastic, AR. Go ahead and uh, fire away. Let's, what's on your mind? Yeah. Well, you guys were actually already kind of talking about uh, some arcade stuff. So um, I guess my question was uh, what is your ideal 2019 um, arcade experience? Like, it's if it's something more barcadey or if it's something more i mean i kind of doubt it's something like family fun center dave and busters and whatnot but like uh around here in austin we got you know all kinds of barcades and whatnot got byob spots there's an awesome chain called pinballs but there's kind of something for everybody and uh i don't know what you guys what would get you guys to an arcade i guess these day and age hmm it's a good question thanks for your call um yeah, I feel like, I mean, most of the ones that I have experienced recently are obviously like barcades themed around, hey, come here for the drinks. It's first nice to have some play. drinks. Like, I, I would want to go to a place that was all about having good arcade machines and also served drinks. Yeah. I honestly would like, I totally understand why you don't do this. This was going to like, this would turn away so many people, but I would totally be down for a place where I pay a cover say 10 but somewhere between 10 and 20 dollars yeah and everything's free to play yeah that'd be nice um again you run into issues of like oh not everyone's gonna come for the games right. or you don't want people hogging the machines and I stuff hate, like that i hate hogs but true. i love them. yeah love them must love, love hogs yeah 
but like uh, just like free play machines is, is my ideal and, and i know right, like yeah. if, if we're talking pie in the sky like i'd be down to like become a member of a place and just like be able to yep. you know just like oh i want i want to play because that would get me to like play games that i because the only stuff i'm playing at barcades now is stuff that i really like like stuff that i really want to put money into or stuff that's like very easily multiplayer like a blitz or a jam or yeah something like that right <laughs> yeah uh, I don't know. And so I, that's the thing. Like I, you know, went to California extreme a lot for a little bit there and then haven't been back in years. Yeah. Uh, I would love to go back at some point, but it's, you know, like I, you see a lot of the same machines, uh, in, in a lot of places. And, and now at this point I've, you know, I can play a lot of that stuff at home and in, in varying degrees of accuracy. Uh, and so, I find that you know it's it's the same experience I get when I go to a used game store where I'm just walking around looking at it going oh they've got one of the oh huh and I don't necessarily need to play it I don't need to necessarily buy the old games but I just look and go like oh that's a, oh it's a really nice Space Invaders uh that's a, oh that's a really you know and there's some stuff that I definitely will want to play but it's usually like you know stuff that like at a California Extreme is going to be like weird prototypes and things that have not gotten out there widely yeah did you hear about that uh aka r game no it was a game that had, had appeared at california extreme it was an atari prototype um and it got released and is now emulated in mame and the story that went with it was so i guess there were only like three of these machines out there and the story being told by the person who thinks i guess thinks their their roms were the ones to get out there is like someone was servicing my machine and they must have dumped the ROMs oh, and illicitly released them. Oh, fuck. Which then as people started digging into that, they were like, that seems like it'd be pretty hard to do. Yeah. Uh, you, you would need time. You know, like, like, like basically this... like a tech that was coming into service one of the other machines was like on the low <laughs> dumping these ROMs for this game that's like, uh, I'm trying to think about how to describe it. It's maybe Missile Command meets Tempest in a way. Okay. I guess maybe it sounds I, like an old video game that could have been made. Yeah, sure. Um, and it's not a terrible game, but it's not, I don't know, whatever it is, what it is. Um, and it's, yeah. So it was this, yeah, it, you know, the, uh, Ars Technica ran a story about it. A couple of places ran stories going like, Hey, what the fuck? This guy's saying his game got stolen and liberated. And people were like, yeah, fuck hoarding ROMs. Uh, and then other people were like, well, as long as they're dumped for like preservation re- reasons, they don't necessarily need to be out there publicly. And, you know, people collect these things and they're worth a certain amount of money. And, and you know, they have a right to not release it in the wild and, and all that other stuff. And, you know, it's, people have a lot of different viewpoints about that stuff. But it was just, it was fascinating. I think like the, the other thing is like, what if this guy was okay with his stuff being released, but didn't want to have to face the scorn of the other owners of the other two machines? Yeah. And so cooked up this thing of like, oh, someone must have came in here and stole my stuff I'm, I'm watching the tapes trying to find proof i don't know if there's ever going to be any follow-up on that stuff or if there has been I should, I should dig into it and see but um just bizarre turn of events um yeah i don't know that's uh I, yeah i think uh yeah there's a couple people saying that arcades like the one you're looking for uh they exist yeah um not out here yeah not not so much out here um or like yeah like hey here a monthly free play night where you can just pay at the door uh and and play the games but then also i think i you know i i've not been to i went to portland once um 
a friend of a friend moved up there and we went up and hung out with her for like a weekend and we ended up at some, it was at an arcade that it was, I don't know if it was ground control. There's another one. We ended up at one that was like in a movie theater and they were just like, they would just show movies on the screen all the time. You just like walk around this, you know, converted movie theater and kind of do whatever. And it just like seemed a little skeevy in some ways. I don't know. Um, they weren't showing adult stuff or anything like that, but it was just this weird, it was a weird vibe. Um, but, it was, but kind of cool. I was kind of into that. Um, and, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, if Lynn, if, 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 I'm going to go with here. Uh, won't people having drinks severely increase the chances of damage to the arcade machines? Yeah. Uh, the good, the good places I've seen have like, cup holders built in at the bottom side and like s- signs on every cabinet that says, please do not put drink on cabinet. Yeah. Um, but even then, yeah, just having drinks around is going to increase that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it definitely it, it's there's, there's always that risk, but like, I don't know, like <sighs> at some point you just kind of want the arcade machines to get played and used and enjoyed uh and if they take some damage along the way that's just kind of how it goes right like it's you you know how to be careful but not too careful like you know you put these things on a pedestal and don't let anyone play them or touch them or damn kids wash your hands you know it's at some point like what are you even doing with them why keep them uh so yeah i, I don't know it's it's kind of weird Oh God! Electric Castles Wonderland Cinema and Nickel Games. I think this is the. I think this is the thing I went to. When I was up there. This yeah, this looks somehow hellish. Um, yeah, yeah. There's one in Portland. Yeah, yep. That is exactly it. The Avalon. The Avalon. That's what it was. The Avalon Theater. Uh, I went to that thing. It was weird. Uh, let's see. You got anything down there in the voicemail department? Here we go. All right. Hit me. Yo, 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 yo. It's Paul from Iowa. Question for the crew. That's there's us. Wu Tang Clan. There's a fighting Wu Tang fighting game. There's Fifty Cent Blood in the Sand. What other rapper video game would you like to see? Thanks. God bless. Bye. Uh, fantastic. Um, framing the question aside. The what now? What? So oh, framing the question, framing the question aside. aside. Yeah. Uh, huh. What about that Eminem and Dr. Dre Quake 3 level? Did you ever see that? No. Oh, God. They released it for free to, like, promote the album. And so it was like it had a movie theater in it. It, would, like, it had, a, like, a dance, like, a, a club in it. When you went close to it, it played one of the songs, like, on loop. And they did an Eminem model for Quake 3. And, like, his free hand was just a middle finger 
perpetually. It was just like, yep, all right, that's about right. Um, I would like to see a um, post Malone Olive Garden VR experience. Okay, yeah. Um, you know, Wiz Khalifa has his weed game for iOS. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a decent, it's a tolerable clicker idle game. Um, hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to think like, you know, like modern, you know, like maybe like a soldier boy kind of like illicit tycoon game where you're just like, you know, you're, you're getting cryptocurrency, you're selling thousand and one game consoles, you know, trying to, trying to just get it. Ooh, uh, um, yeah, DJ Khaled game where you have to avoid, uh, the FTC who's coming after you for not disclosing that you have uh, cryptocurrency investments uh, mm-hmm. and you're out there publicly talking about it. Yeah. That's a, okay. I thought that that's okay. I thought that was going in a different direction. And it's okay. Yeah. No, were you thinking like a steam game? Yeah. I yeah. was thinking something that would definitely have the adult tag. Yeah. Okay. It's like, here's things that are high on the list of things that DJ Khaled won't do. <laughs> that's a, that's one of your giant bomb lists, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, definitely. Uh, you know, it's a Drake game where you gotta keep hiding babies. Uh, <laughs> somebody in the chat, not a rapper, but great name for a video game, Skrillex Quest. Yeah, that was pretty good. If it was just, what if it was just Chex Quest? Yeah. But then it would just go, wow, 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 wow. Yeah. It was like Chex Quest, but there was like a cup stacking level. There's the there's a moment in the Detective Pikachu movie where dubstep is used as a punchline. Great, 2019. Yeah, here we are. Uh-huh. That's uh, look, I'm all for that, but I also recognize that's a poor choice. Yeah. <laughs> um. Hmm. I. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, How long ago was uh Far Cry Three? <laughs> This it feels like ancient history. <laughs> the, the number of Far Cry games they've they've done since then. Oh yeah, it's, someone says, "Hey, wasn't Skrillex Quest a real game?" I think you. I oh, think Skrillex yeah. Quest might actually exist. Doesn't? Yes, it? it totally did. Yeah. Oh my god. Someone else had that idea. Uh. Yeah. All right. I think that's going to wrap it up for us here. Garwalk asking if I've ever been to Galloping Ghost Arcade in Chicago. No, I've not been to Chicago in, God, I don't even know how long. Since the PS2 slash Xbox era, I went on a trip out to see Midway once to see a Mortal Kombat game. Um, And it's just, it's been forever. So I... I Really want to get out to Chicago now that I, you know, I know enough people who live in the area. I would like to go out and see, but uh, have not made it out. Maybe someday. I think it's going to do it for us here. Uh, in the meantime, you can link up with the 3 a.m. boys by calling us at 707 Exit Flu on your telephone, or if you got a Google Voice, I don't know. I don't know how that shit works. Call us up. Leave a voicemail and we'll listen to it. We should just do like an all day show and just hit play on every voicemail that's ever come in and yeah. just. I've got a big old archive of them. Yeah. If the degrims don't get to them, maybe we'll just uh, go get it. 
Let's go get it. Let's go get it with this hit record. Tell, 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 tell,